If it looks like a duck, waddles like a duck, and quacks like a duck, swims and has webbed feet, then perhaps it is a duck. But a child, seeing his first platypus, will say, it looks like a duck with four feet and fur. But what is it? But what happens when a man sees something for the first time and asks, what is it? And there is no one who can supply the answer. Fortunately, our experience and knowledge enable us to explain the seeming inconsistencies of this freak of nature. The controversy about the so-called flying saucers began in just such a fashion with Kenneth Arnold's startling announcement in 1947. A businessman of Boise, Idaho, Mr. Arnold was on his way from Chehalis to Yakima, Washington. Flying in his private plane, he was startled to see a bright flash on his wing. Looking in the direction of Mount Rainier, he was astonished to see nine gleaming disks, each approximately the size of a C-54. They were clearly outlined against the snow. As he later told the story, it was as if they were linked together. They flew close to the top of the mountain in a diagonal, chain-like line. Mr. Arnold estimated their speed to be around 1,200 miles per hour, and he thought they must have been around 20 to 25 miles from his plane. I watched them about three minutes, he said. They were swerving in and out around the high mountain peaks. They were flat, like a pie pan, and so shiny they reflected the sun like a mirror. I never saw anything so fast. Thus, as of June 24, 1947, flying saucers were born. I saw them, but what are they? Mr. Arnold undoubtedly asked. And no one had the answer. Since that memorable day, thousands of other sightings have been reported and verified, and still the question must be asked, what are they? But more importantly, where do they come from? What is their purpose here? And if they can do it, why can't we? Are they Russian secret weapons? Several well-documented volumes have been devoted to listings of sightings, to reports by everyone from boy scouts and families on picnics, to astronomers, and a man who claims to have had a conversation with a saucer passenger from Venus. But our answers to the questions, our evaluation of the potential answers, to the fascinating and sometimes frightening questions end where others begin. In other words, we shall not devote ourselves to the recent sightings and reports which have flooded newspaper offices, official bureaus of the government, and for some strange reason, airports. Presumably, the public feels that anything which takes place in the air is the business of the airport. I have long been interested in the study of the unexplained areas of human existence, and as an astronomer with special interest in the moon, the early reports of flying saucers caught my attention. References in dusty volumes in the Library of Congress flashed through my mind, references I had noted years ago, and which now, in the light of these developments, seemed to offer a new field of research, of analysis and correlation which might throw light upon the matter. I began to ask myself questions, and I began to see a shape, a form, take place in the entire field of observable phenomena, which had remained obscure and previously unrelated. Desmond Leslie, 
in the book Flying Saucers Have Landed, reviewed some of the interesting material gleaned from old manuscripts, many of which referred to sightings of unidentified objects flying through the air. The most cursory examinations of such material, when collected and organized into a readable whole, made it quite evident that conclusions could be drawn.